Caulfield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What's going on, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for the SHW podcast. This right, this right here, this right here is our wrestling. It's me, B-Double, Brandon Benefield, alongside the great GB Grilled Bacon, Gerard Bonner. And the beautiful. Oh, we're doing that. Yeah. The beautiful Diana Michelle. Oh, uh, boy, oh, just let me give you a quick a quick uh, behind the scenes here the reason i even bring that up it was something that happened at waffle house it cracked us up you know on the receipts of waffle house they write gb or they have the different codes that they write for the food well we saw gb we're like oh this must be his receipt and they're like why would they know his name oh it stands for grilled bacon it's not his receipt after all anyways now the fans are going to start calling mine. him grilled bacon oh no i'm sorry i didn't even think about yep. that sorry it's about that happen just wait till happen. you see Cheyenne's next sign. Uh, exactly. Oh, it's going to happen in my nice. man bun or something. Oh, no. yeah. With the grilled bacon. I'm so yeah. sorry. This took a turn I wasn't even expecting, and that's my bad. Mercy, um, Cheyenne. Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please have mercy on him. Uh, draw me with the bacon. It's not GP. Anyways, I love bacon. Everybody loves bacon. But uh, the reason the reason we were at the Waffle House this week is because I got to see you guys. I had a bonus uh, encounter with you guys. As we yes. uh, ran a Nightmare Factory student showcase from the Action Building, the home of yes. Southern Honor Wrestling, and uh, GB and I were calling the action. Diana was doing the ring announcing, and uh, it was an absolutely great time. So uh, I was going to say, "How was y'all's week?" But I just saw you a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm tired. Okay, right, I'm tired. Right, right. it was great, and I, I so love seeing you guys in the middle of the week. But I'm so tired. <laughs> right. I'm going to be crashing. I'm going to get some food in a minute and then done. Yep. Well, yeah, there's a way to fix that. Yeah. There's yeah. A Come on up. Come on up here. I know. I'm it's not saying. as easy as it is to say it. If it was I, that, that easy, I would just speak it like, just, you know, genie it out. I'm just saying, give yourself a year. Just Blink and twinkle my nose. I mean, you're going to need to travel anyway. So, but anyway, let me this shut is up. True. This is true. One day. It's, it's, well, before, all right, before you go get food and before you go crash, we have a big show ahead of us here on this yes. podcast tonight. Not only. And I don't mean Paul White. <laughs> right now, that big show. <laughs> uh, not, all, not, not that. Not that. Uh, we have a big show coming up next week, SHW 52. So, of course, tonight we are going to preview that show. We've got a great card lined up. And on top of that, we have a very special guest. Oh, yes. You know him as the Kenway. He's. um been making his way through southern honor over the last few months ever since he's shown up he's impressed a lot of people he's uh, mm -hmm. become a fan favorite and he's got a huge championship match coming up next week for the first ever jake the snake legacy championship it's going to be amazing uh, i thought you're you, going to say he's got a huge chip on his shoulder oh uh, that would have been a good time for, for that but yeah no. i'm saving yeah. it for you you can you can say that go ahead well i just did oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, to, to your point, uh, at, on our last pre-show before SHW 51, as you'll recall, mm -hmm. speaking of Chip, Chip Day showed up uh, unexpectedly on a live mic, which made me very nervous, but uh, I mean, had a lot to say about, uh, about the Kenway. And of course, the Kenway wanted to have an opportunity to come on our show and kind and of- to be uh, fair. Yeah. So we'll see. So now we'll see what he has to say. But I also- uh, don't know a lot about the guy so i kind of feel like we should get to know him a little bit and i think the Martin, shw yes. shw faithful would kind of want to get to know him a little bit as well because we've only seen him a handful of times over the last couple of months so 
Anyways, without any further ado, let's talk to the Kenway. Check it out. Well, our special guest has arrived. It's none other than the Kenway. How you doing, what buddy? I'm, I'm doing real good. I'm doing real good. How about you? All right. Yeah, doing well. We're good. We're good. Yeah, I'm anxious. Anxious? Mm. Why are you anxious? Well, because you have a big match coming up. We're going to talk about your match later, but you have a big match coming <laughs> up at SHW 52. be anxious? There's it's so much right here. My heart is really time. pounding. It's, it's really, really pounding because, I mean, I'm scared. <laughs> We've been a, I don't know there's why. There's been a bit just, of tension. Yeah, yeah. there's and anticipation. Tension. I don't know what's going to be said and what's going to happen. Yeah. And, oh, my God, it's not like, Diana, it's not like you've openly taken anyone's side or, you know, Oh, been fully behind them or anything like that. Now, I'm giving you trouble. I'm something, you trouble. something tells me that Kenway has been keeping up with the podcast. Just yes, love, love the progress. I'm a fan. Okay, mm. I, I love me some bad boy chip. I do. Mm. I do. Yeah, well, maybe really he's a good wrestler. I was gonna say, Question maybe after today, you... uh, oh, well, I didn't say oh. I wasn't a fan of Kenway, but I just do love me some bad boy chip so well, i tell you guys what uh well before we get into that yeah because, because yeah. it is the week before shw 52 so we're gonna <laughs> do our normal preview show like we like we normally do but mm -hmm. because we have kenway with us how about we have a little uh segment getting to know kenway and Let's then then we'll jump into previewing shw 52 and since kenway's here he can preview the show with us and then we can talk Perfect. about that upcoming that match great. all Perfect. right well, before we get going too far, I mean, we know that you've uh, been in the business. We know you took a little hiatus. Um, yeah. I've only been in the business technically since 2018. Uh, these two came and joined me shortly thereafter. Uh, 2019, was it, guys? So, Kenway. Southern Honor, yes. At Southern yes. Honor. Okay. Yeah, so Kenway, I know you were around a little before that, but see, I didn't know you until you got to SHW. So, I got to yeah, know a little so bit of your background, man. When did you get started? So, I got started started training 2015 yeah 2015 uh debuted 2016 and pretty much just traveled my ass off nope mm -hmm. oh, i'm see i already did it i already did it didn't I? that's fine <laughs> i gotta censor that one that's okay um, i i just traveled a ton i you know i've tra trained originally by mike outlaw i've trained with some ring of honor champions um you know sitting under the murdered one learning tree right now and then just traveled as much as i could so i've wrestled pretty much everywhere in the midwest and the south especially like the south has kind of always welcomed me as home i've been up in canada before so i've done the international stuff for uh alpha one not sure if you guys are familiar with them oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so i i wrestled for alpha one back in the day uh made my home in atlanta at atlanta wrestling entertainment uh which uh was the precursor i guess we'll say to southern states pro which is where i base myself out of now yeah. with you guys but it's honor mm -hmm. so there did a lot of the stuff up in st louis um but yeah just getting out there as much as i can that was that was the main thing and that that's the background is literally just hit the road and i made it a mission of mine like i quit college i was in college i left college hit the road running and haven't really stopped ever since like i took my hiatus when i did went and made some really good money and uh you know everyone talks about the itch you get the itch to come back and i got the itch to come back because i could be a millionaire at the job i had 
I, I could have been a millionaire off of it. And I would have. Um, I would much rather be a millionaire because of professional wrestling, though, and I will be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not cockiness. That's competence because, like, I'm a big believer in speak speak what you want into existence. I'm going to be a millionaire because of professional wrestling, and I'm going to make it happen. Um, Give me chills. I like it. I, mean, I love that. Yo, it's like real talk. So, like, yeah, I love that you attitude. You guys talk to Gary Lamb. Uh, Gary Lamb was a big fan of the guy I used to work for, Andy Frisella. And I'm huge into the, you know, visualization and just speaking that stuff out into the world because it does happen. I like we we're talking about the legacy championship match, right? I am every day that I train, I am picturing that match in the forefront of my mind during my runs, during my lifts, everything. That's what I'm focused on. I'm visualizing the outcome of that and it's going to happen. Wow. Wow. I I like the sound of it. There's been a lot of conversation um, about you and about the hiatus. Mm -hmm. Uh, When Chip came on, and I know we'll obviously dig into, we're going to rip that Band-Aid off at some point. Uh, One of the real issues Chip had was with the hiatus. So let's talk about what uh, what was the cause for the hiatus for pro rest, uh, from pro wrestling? What did you do or during that time? And what was the thing that gave you ultimately the itch to come back? So I don't need, like, there's a lot of things that factored into me going out of the hiatus. It, when I left, I left at the middle of the pandemic. Okay, um, okay. So I went and I pursued something different. Um, what I did, I worked for a company called Supplement Superstores. I did a lot of work with them, got a bunch of certifications. So I'm, you know, I'm a CrossFit coach certified. I'm a NASM personal trainer, NASM certified sports nutrition coach. Um, I got a bunch of, a bunch of letters after my name that at the end of the day, they were cool. And I really did love helping people because that's what my job was. I was literally there like writing meal plans for people every day and making sure people were staying on track. Mm. And I loved that. But then one day, uh, Camaro Jackson, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him, uh, out of the Midwest, phenomenal professional wrestler. Hopefully, we will see him down in Southern Honor one day because uh, he is that damn good of a professional wrestler. Camaro, Camaro just called me one day randomly, and he was, uh, he was asking for some advice on uh, the faction that I had started, the premiere. And he was just asking me for some advice on some of the things. And, you know, we were talking. He's like, so when are you coming back? I'm like, nah, ha, ha, funny. And then he put that little seed in my mind and uh, we had done a tag match together and, you know, just kind of ran some things. And the next thing you know, like I left that job where I was going to probably make six figures in the next two years and then seven figures past that. And I realistically looked at it and I said, no, I want to be, I want to complete my legacy as a professional wrestler. Like this is what I'm good at. There are things that you know you are meant to do in this world. And this is one of the things that I'm meant to do in this world is be a damn good professional wrestler. I know I've said a damn a couple of times and I'm sorry, Brandon. Uh, That's yeah. all right, man. You're fine. <laughs> I know You're we're a family friendly company, but <laughs> have you been to an SHW show? Yeah, have you, have you heard our general yeah, manager right, do right. a promo? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We try and do our part. Yeah. yeah. Right. You're good, buddy. Say whatever you want. Don't so, tell me that. That's yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so, so I want to understand because part of the reason that we wanted to have you on is because we really wanted you to have an opportunity to just kind of show the world who you were 
Chip has obviously come on. He's had a lot of things to say, and he spoke, yes, he you know, about that hiatus. So what you're telling me is that the hiatus that you took was during the pandemic, which was a time that was rather difficult for a lot of wrestlers, yeah. where some couldn't wrestle, some didn't have companies that were open to wrestle, and you took the opportunity to step away from wrestling to pursue you know, another passion during a very difficult time. Am I understanding yes, that correctly? Right. Yes. Um, and I wouldn't say another passion. Like I didn't, I was passionate about it, but it wasn't the passion. Um, Got you. When I stepped away, let's, let's put it this way. I won the zero one heavyweight championship two days before I decided to leave wrestling. Wow. Um, wow. When I left wrestling, didn't know what the future was going to hold. And to be honest, I don't have a family yet but I plan to have a family one day. I plan to have kids. I plan to have a wife and as much land as I can possibly buy. Excuse me. My plan was, I don't know what's happening with wrestling right now. I'm not hundred percent sure. There was a lot of other stuff going on in my life that I don't talk about. I'm going to do this to make sure things are good. And when I went to make sure things were good, that was pre-planning for what I want to provide for the family I want to have. Gotcha. Like, I don't mm. want to be 45 years old, not have a wife, not have kids, and then just sit around on a pile of money. That ain't what I want. And I'll be 100% honest about that. Mm-hmm. Like, and it all kind of comes back to legacy. Like, what's the legacy I want to leave that family when I get there? Mm-hmm. That's why, like, being in the legacy championship tournament for me, mm-hmm. it means so damn much because yeah. the legacy that half of my family left me isn't a good one. I'm just going to be hundred percent honest. Mm. Um, my cousin is a thief that they made a movie about called American animals. Um, he's a felon. That's the most famous thing my family has done. I've got more cousins in the grave right now because of drug overdoses than I do alive. I have a family history of addiction. I have two parents who worked their asses off to provide for me. Cause I went to Catholic high school. I went to Catholic grade school. I went to private schools my entire life. Now let me make one thing very clear. I was the poorest kid in those private schools growing up. Like it, like everyone, people here like, Oh, you went to private school. You must have money. No, we didn't. There was a point in time where we were on food stamps, you know, and my parents always provided to make sure that we at least had a roof over our heads. We had clothes and they gave us the best life they could. What does everyone always say? I want to give my kids better than what I had. Well, I want to give my kids better than what I had. I want to leave them a legacy that no matter what happens to me, they are born into a good life. They know how to work, but they don't have to. That's the overall goal. So that's why this legacy championship means so much to me as a person, because winning this championship with Jake the Snake's name on it, winning this tournament automatically accelerates me up the card automatically establishes me permanently in the company. My name will always be in Southern Island because of that, right? Mm-hmm. That means more money in my envelope. That means, hey, more eyes are going to be on me, right? Absolutely. And then you bring in the issues with Chip at the other end, and that's a whole other end of the spectrum now, because instead of this being about what I want to give my family, now I got to get even with him, because I'm going to get even. Let me tell you all – I'm hold off. I'm hold off. Sorry. Mm. Oof, we, I'm a hold off. 
we're gonna get close to ripping that band-aid off we, because we can sense, we can sense yeah. where you're going yeah absolutely um whew, gb go ahead yeah I, this this is all so intriguing i love these kinds of conversations because we really get to dig and this is one of the reasons why i wanted us to be able to talk to you because there's obviously another side to what we've mm -hmm. been hearing and so i'm I'm going to dig a little bit just because it's what I do. Please do. Um, so, Open book. so you win the, 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 the zero one championship. And yep. then two days later, you decide to leave the business. Yep. What, what triggered that particular decision? Cause you'd figure if you just won a championship, most people are like, wow, finally won the title. Let yeah. me go defend it. Let me have a good run. What what made you say, okay, I want it. I'm out. Yeah, was that when the pandemic hit, or was this a little before that? This or? was so this was November, October, October. Okay, October gotcha. 2020. So hmm. pandemic has hit. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So we're in the no midst of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're in the middle of it. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. And that show, I had gotten COVID at that show. Ah. Uh... Which, you know, I had gone home, showed my grandparents the belt and stuff. So, hey, I'd exposed my grandparents to COVID, which that mm -hmm. on my head wasn't a great thing for me. Was out of work for two weeks. Was losing money out the ass. Yeah. I sat there. I won the title in front of 15 fans in a church in the middle of Illinois. Not how you dream of winning a company's heavyweight championship. Right. Not how you dream of winning a title that you had been chasing for damn near two years. Mm -hmm. That factored into it. Mm -hmm. My headspace, I'll be 100% honest with all y'all. My headspace wasn't in the best place. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will talk about things like that. Or they won't They won't talk about that, you know. Honestly, during that time, place. man, I think a lot of people were in that in that same kind of headspace during that pandemic, mm -hmm. during that time, especially. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't think you were alone there. Yeah, no. And, you know, I've been able to keep my head up through a lot of stuff. And it was at that point I was like, I might need to explore other options, because at that point, we don't know if anything is going to be around and, you know, getting COVID, which floored me to the point where I didn't get out of bed for four days. Um mm -hmm. You know, didn't put me in a good headspace. Exposed my family to it. Didn't put me in a good headspace. Like a bunch of things happened. Yeah. And at the end of the day, my heart just wasn't in it at that point. And you know, certain people will experience that sometimes, where it's just like, hmm. A lot of people took took the entire pandemic off, or they took an entire year out of the pandemic off, mm -hmm. which is totally acceptable. My my real hiatus was from twenty. My hiatus realistically lasted six months because I came back in May, June 2021 mm. and didn't wrestle, but I was ringside with my boys. Mm. I was with my boys while they were doing their thing in St. Louis. I was with my boys in 2022 working tag matches and wrestling tag team matches. So I was, I was only gone for like six months realistically. So that's why, like, when I hear things like, oh, he's year one again. Oh, he's year one. He's day one again. I'm not. I took a little bit of downtime. And I came right back. I came right back at a high level, I might say. Um, and I'm going to just say that just because I've had good showing since I came back. It's not like I'm very fortunate that I didn't have a lot of ring rust to get off. So for me, like, I was able to get back in the ring and it just go, 
just right back in, in sinks. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that. A lot of people need five or six matches to get warmed back up. For me, I was just right back in it. Absolutely. And I, and I can only speak from the experience at SHW, but you've come in a few months ago and right away impressed everybody has quickly become a fan favorite as well. So, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't have been able to tell that you had any time off. So, right. Which, and that's another, that's another thing is, you know, I wasn't the fan favorite before. I was, I was very, very, I'm going to say driven to get what I wanted, however I wanted it. Which, you know, I took some shortcuts, made some fans upset, had some fans try to fight me. That that was what it was. But then, like, in my time off, I realized, like, no, nah, like, I'm, I've got to prove to people that I'm as good of an athlete as I say I am. And that I'm as good as I say I am. And I can't be taking all these shortcuts to do that. So, you can go back and look at old footage of me, and I'm, I'm hateable. I, I mean, people, the way I used to act was very hateable. And now I'm trying to, like. I'm trying to be a better person end of the day. I'm trying to be a better person. And Chip Day is really trying to pull the old me back. And if the old me comes back, he ain't going to like it. You know, it's interesting that you bring that up because somebody else that recently kind of went through that named Joe Black, who I think you know pretty well as <laughs> he used to be the killer weight. Then he became the black cloud and, he, and then murder mm -hmm. just brought that killer weight back out of him. And uh, yeah. he's been on a tear ever since. And now look at him. He's a SHW tag team champion. Him and Murder, the hierarchy running up with the uh, tag team division, running the tag team division again, which is great. Yeah. Um, it's great to see Murder back in the ring. And, like, Joe, Joe's never – Joe, I know, said, like, the killer weight came back recently. Mm -hmm. He never left. He has always been, like, one of the best going, no matter what. And, like, that's why Southern Honor fans took to him so fast and like yeah. always have always been with him is because Joe's the man. Joe's awesome. Yes, he is. Like I've, I've gone toe to toe with him twice and it is not an easy feat going in the ring with him. <laughs> you got my respect already. Just to think yeah. Right. It, we're right. in the ring at all with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, you know, I've, I've been fortunate. I've gotten to step in the ring with a lot of the greats of Southern wrestling and like go toe to toe with them and, you know, hold my own. I, I want to ask, since you've mentioned uh, Joe Black and Murder One, the hierarchy, how did you get connected with Murder One and what led to you guys having the relationship that you have? Uh, I mean, I was working AWE. I mean, it, it, I guess it predates AWE. Murder came into St. Louis and just was looking for somewhere to eat. I gave him a good recommendation. We just started, you know, started talking there and I started listening because I know Murder One has trained some of the best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Murder One, like Jimmy Rave, RIP. Murder One trained Jimmy Rave. Yeah. Caleb Connolly, Murder One trained him. Chip Day, like Murder's got the list, mm -hmm. right? Right? So even before like Murder really like, took me in and like really started like coaching me, coaching me up. I was always just like, Hey, what do you think about this? What can, what's your opinion of this? Hey, can I bounce this off you? And always want to listen. He's always willing to teach. Um, if you're willing to listen, which is the big key. Are you willing to, are you, are you willing to be coachable? Which I mean, in any aspect of life is the important thing. And uh, that's how I linked up with murder. And then when I came back, first person I messaged was murder one. And I was like, hey, I'm coming back. 
I want my first match back to be for combine day. And I went out to combine day at Southern States, wrestled one of the best wrestlers in the Southeast, hell, one of the best wrestlers in the country, had a good showing, did what I've always done. And that is give it my all and came out on top. And that's, there's no one else I would have rather re-debuted in this business for, in this sport for, I should say. Yeah. And that's how, like, I got linked with uh, Murder and, you know, I wrestled. There was a point in time where when I was running with Chip originally, Chip and I were on, our, were on opposite sides of the hierarchy. Fun fact for everyone to know. Uh, there was a point in time where the hierarchy had cast Chip out. Chip took me in. And we literally tried to destroy the hierarchy. Didn't succeed at all, by the way. Um, and then there was a point where, I'll be honest, I turned on Chip and I beat the crap out of him. And that was a naive mistake I made when I was a younger man that I wish I didn't make, but I'm actually glad I made it at the same time because it taught me a lot of lessons. And did it, did I succeed in my goal of winning at that time, the Georgia wrestling crown? No, but I stole the show on a show that had a freshly released WWE superstar on it. And Joe Black and I went out there and tried to kill each other mm. in all honesty, but we stole the show. So not exactly mad about it. <laughs> even even with mess ups, you're gonna you're gonna end up where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's part I, of the journey. I see GB's wheels turning. What yeah, they too. Yeah. What do you got? So, so the question then is: so, tell us about how you met Chip. How'd you meet Chip, and what was that? What what got you guys close? Oh God, it would have been, it would have been 2017. So it would have been like one of my first AWE shows, and the crew that I was riding down with, they were all cool with Chip. They knew Chip, and they were all cool with Chip. (laughs) And then. I started going to AWE by myself because there wouldn't be a St. Louis car load. So what is young Kenway do? Well, I'm going to get in the car and I'm going to drive to AWE and I'm going to do whatever I can to get on the show. And I did, I ba- did battle Royals for a year straight before I even got a singles match. Wow. And eventually started befriending chip. He offered me and the crew to stay at his house once and we stayed at his house and I found out like, Oh, we like a lot of the same music. Oh, we like a lot of the same shows and stuff like that. And connected that way. We're both baseball fans. We both like the Braves. Like, you know, we built off that. My family, half my family lives in Georgia. Hmm. So the good half of my family, I will say, <laughs> the half of my family that I, I have a good legacy from mm-hmm. is from Georgia. And I go down there and I see them. So like we connected because I was cool on a lot of the Georgia stuff. And Chip and I bonded that way. We did a lot of the same shows in a lot of the same places together. Um, And I feel like I reminded him of a young him in the fact of working hard and like trying to get your foot in the door everywhere you could and do what you can. When we deviated, we deviated though. Hmm. And damn, does it suck losing friends, but you have to wonder how good the friendship actually was when a couple of years down the line, when you think like, now nah, we're on fair enough footing, they come on a pre-show and start talking about how you're a trash human being, right? 
right? Like I'm a, I'm a trash human being. I wasn't a trash human being all the times so that we had good heart to heart talks, like brothers in my house, in your house, in cars going back from Florida. I wasn't a trash human being then, but I'm a trash human being now that I'm standing across the ring from you, right? I'm a trash human being now because me and him don't get along the same way we used to, right? Right? Mm. Let me be very honest when I say this. I wasn't a trash human being then. I don't think I'm a trash human being now. I try to be a better man than I was the day before every single day of the week. But I don't think Trip actually thinks I'm a trash human being. You know what I think Chip is doing? Chip's trying to take me off my game. Chip took me off my game at the last show. Let me be 100% honest about that. The last time that me and Chip wrestled, my eye was off the ball. You know why? Because an hour before the show, while I'm sitting in the locker room putting my gear on, he throws out a promo. Says what he says. And it caught me off guard because I was just like, oh, we're all right. Let's let's go. Like, I just wanted to make him eat his words. Right. And I wanted to prove that, like, oh, I can match Chip at his game. Chip's a phenomenal wrestler, by the way. Phenomenal. He's got great. He's got a great mind on him, too, because he took me out of my element. And that's why I went to a time limit draw. Real talk. I'm more dialed in than ever. So Chip wants to run his mouth about how I'm a trashing being. Whatever, dude. I know what you're trying to do. I'm going to just run my foot through his jaw until it shuts him up. He wants to talk all this. Let's let's be real. He wants to talk all this shit over Wi-Fi because he knows he ain't going to pick up that phone and call me. He ain't going to say that to me, is he? No. He going to say that on a pre-show that I'm not able to watch because I'm in the dressing room getting ready, taping up, making sure I'm actually prepared for my match. He's going to come on y'all's pre-show and run me down, right? Did that happen? GB, did that happen? It did happen. Brandon, did that happen? It certainly happened, yeah. yeah. Diana? It happened. It did. Didn't put it online. He said it where I wouldn't find out about it until I watched the recap show. So what happens now? I, a couple different things could happen. I could run up on him at his house, real talk. I know where he stays. I could do that. I'm in Georgia almost every other week now. Could do that, right? Don't need to do that, though. Because when he steps in the ring with me, he thinks he's stepping in the ring with a 20-year-old who's just happy to be there. Nah, he's stepping in a ring with a 26-year-old man who has a score to settle and has a legacy to build for himself. And I sure as hell am not going to let old yuck mouth chip stand in the way of that. So when y'all fell out the first time, there was no, no coming back. Y'all didn't. No, we can't. Re we, we rekindled. But was it like it was before or was it just kind of no, still like, don't feel like it was before? Yeah, nothing, nothing was going to make it like it was before, but there's always that I, little, little bit yeah, in the back of your mind. Little tinge. Yeah. And you know what? Real talk. I didn't expect it to be like it was before. And I don't want it to be like it was before. I don't want to take orders from Chip Day. Good Lord. Why would I want to do that? Right. So going to that, what made you turn on him back then? Was it because he was like 
treating you like the young boy or what was it? Yeah. At the end of the day, like that's what it was. And like, I'm not going to say I didn't let the little bit of jealousy in the back of my mind get to me. Like he was champion. Right. But I had a very attractive MTV reality star in my ear telling me all the things that she could do for me and all the things that we could accomplish together. And I ran with it because why wouldn't I? I knew how good of a wrestler I was. Why was I there teaming with a guy who, to be honest, wasn't quite on my level? And I'm not talking Chip. I'm talking another member of our group. Right after I had main evented. Because I had main evented against Chip, against Jimmy Rave, against Murder One, against AJ Gray, and against Thomas Shire. Now here, let's, let's just rewind. When I turned on Chip Day, it was September of 2019, right? <clears throat> I turned on Chip because I had canvas in my ear telling me all the good things that I could do and I could be champion. You know what? I believed it. And I still believe I can be champion wherever I am against Chip Day. Do you know the day that I main evented against Chip for the GWC? July 7th, 2019. Do you know the date that I'm wrestling Chip Day for the Legacy Championship? Wow. Oh, wow. July 7th, 2023. How about that? Wow. Wow. That's, wow. that's pretty special. That's wow. that's serendipitous, right? Yeah. So either July 7th is me redeeming myself for losing the Georgia Wrestling Crown, or it is a cursed day in my career. Hmm. And I sure as hell don't believe in curses. Mm -hmm. So I definitely believe this is going to be my redemption. This is uh, just the fact that you come on with us is really awesome because you're telling us there's so much more backstory here between you and Chip that a lot of the fans didn't know. We didn't know. I mean, we no. knew a little, we knew bits and pieces, but uh, man, this is, uh, well, I was I've just excited. With, oh, go ahead. I've never sat down with any of you, have I? Like, I've yeah, never yeah, really yeah. sat down and just talked to you. Why? Because show right. days are busy and I, yeah. I live five states away. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm, I think I make the furthest trip out of anyone in Southern Honor. Safely said. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, I drive the furthest. It is what it is. Like, I'm the furthest one from Southern Honor. So I don't have the same time to get FaceTime with each and every one of you because right. we get along at shows. We've all met each other. Yeah. But you know what it is. Yeah. And right. it is, it's gotten a little bit weird over the last couple of months because we we might be friendly with Chip Day. We're friendly with you, but we're never around you together. <laughs> you know, right. and so it's it's always kind of weird when you're when you're that friend and your two other friends don't like each other, or, you know. So it's a yeah, little bit they really strange. Like and honestly, we yeah. we don't get a whole lot of time with Chip at the shows True. because yeah. You know, yeah. he's just coming in from work. He's getting ready for the match. We might have a high bye, whatever, you know, what's up kind of thing. He's not been on our show other than that pre-show because of his job. So, yeah. which, which let me know. just put this out there before anybody comes after us for like inviting him, but not inviting Kenway. We didn't know Chip was going to show up on the pre-show. No. That was unexpected Rich. to all of us. Just so, hey. just so everybody knows that. We knew it was going to be cool. Yeah, but, I didn't mind it. I'm not saying like no. he wasn't welcome. Anybody's he welcome didn't. on the pre-show. Yeah. Let me just no, clarify you know, that. You know, that Chip Day is your guy to say controversial things. Sometimes to his own detriment, as he's learned. Uh, but yeah. I mean, he's going to learn that on the seventh. 
because everything that came out of his mouth, I remember it. And yeah. I'm going to put it right back in his mouth when I ran my foot through his face. Because everyone talks about his kicks and stuff. Hey, y'all saw the St. Louis smash hit Bryce Cannon last show, right? Oh, it was right. awesome. It was my fa- one of my one of my favorite things I've seen in, in, in a long, long time. I appreciated that. Yes, let me just I mean, say thank you for putting him out. <laughs> listen, it, I've seen how they've treated you, and it's thank very you. easy for people want to just well, hey, they're already hateable people, but like it's very yes. easy, like when you see how they treat you, that it's like Okay, I can hit this guy a lot harder now. Sure. Like, oh, okay. Sure. And I'll be screaming, go, 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 go the whole time. So just, yes. <laughs> what does that say? <laughs> just keep dying his name out your mouth. And, and that's Bryce. That's Anyways, Bryce. Yeah. you had to be there. It was awesome. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, anytime anybody can knock the crap out of Bryce Cannon is a good day for me. So anyways. Oh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed doing it. So, like, anytime that wants to happen, like, when I win the Legacy Championship, if he wants a shot at it, like, sure thing. I will happily knock your teeth out again, Bryce. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, I do love the confidence because you said when you win that championship mm-hmm. next Friday. Uh, and, and what I was saying before is it's great that you're on with us because we're getting all this, this backstory between you and Chip. Here I am going into this match thinking I'm just excited to see the inaugural legacy champion crown yeah. at SHW 52. But now on top of that, we've got all of this story behind you guys. It's just unbelievable. I just, like, it's, it, there's so many layers here. Like, listen, if you're just a fan who is showing up to the show, you're going to see two phenomenal professional wrestlers wrestle a great match, right? Real talk. You'll see that. If you've been following both of our careers, you know the history. And if you yeah. didn't know, well, now you know. Mm-hmm. So now you have all this more vested interest in, I want to see that match. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? I don't I don't bring my real-life situations into things. I don't bring my real-life feelings towards people like Chip Day into things. Chip Day brought all this real-life information into things. Let me bring it back up. Because for every minute that Chip Day... And I sat on each other's couches, went through all our personal life drama together, all the stories we have on the road together. Chip Day is willing to throw that all away so he can get a little bit of an edge up in a match, right? And I could go on and on and on about Chip, but I'm not. I'm going to just do what I do in the ring, and that's all that's going to need to be said. Well, I tell you what. Uh, Looking forward. Looking forward to this match. It was already <laughs> teed up to be a great match because of the Legacy Championship, but now I'm even more pumped for it. But on that note, this is all going down next Friday, SHW 52. You're not going to want to miss it. Be at the action it's building. Show. No, it's going to be phenomenal. And we've got a whole card. Let's run through it. It's the week before the show. And as we, uh, it's tradition here on the SHW podcast yes. that we preview the upcoming card. And while we have our special guest, the Kenway, with us, do you mind sticking around and uh, preview the would, card with us? I would love to preview this card. All right. <laughs> well, let's get to it here. Uh, let's start out with a couple of Rumble Jack qualifier matches. As mm. you know, the uh, Rumble Jack coming up in August. Uh, next Friday will be our final stop on the road to the Rumble Jack. And we've got two Rumble Jack qualifiers already announced. One of them 
the returning movie Mike, who we found we saw mm-hmm. for the first time last month, and we've got a debuting cabana man dan who i've heard a lot about i've seen this guy uh in alabama and some other places throughout the southeast he's never made his way to southern honor wrestling until now so i'm very excited we got movie mike cabana man dan after we saw uh, movie mike last month very mysterious he came away with a victory seemed to be a little too infatuated with ashton star he left the Mm -hmm. chair for him ashton never showed up And I thought that was going to be to his detriment. I thought that might cost him the match because he was too focused on Ashton not being there, but he ended up pulling out the victory. So he's 1-0 in SHW. Now he's got a chance to qualify for the Rumble Jack. And Cabana Band Dan has a chance to impress everybody in his debut by qualifying. So your thoughts on this match? Anybody, anybody, your thoughts on this uh, qualifier match? I have no idea who Cabana Man Dan is. He's fun, and I think you're going to love him, by the way. Just you'll see. Well, I mean, just the name, I'm, I'm, I'm sold just <laughs> with the go. name. So I, I, I picture something colorful like Marvelous Michael Stevens would do or something like that. <laughs> well, I, I, wouldn't go, I wouldn't go that I mean, direction. Maybe but... not that extreme, but, you know, pretty close. Um, movie Mike, is he still hung up on Ashton? Is his feelings still hurt? Is he going to cry this time? I don't know. We're having a drama. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand what's going on. Um, but hey, let's see who qualifies. I don't know anything else about oh boy to tell you what's what. <laughs> so. GB, that's where you come in. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, you got all the goods, GB. You know, here, here's the interesting thing I think about this. First of all, I love, I absolutely love that we continue to get new superstars making their way into SHW. It literally feels like every month since Jake the Snake has taken over as our matchmaker, we've had new talent show up. And it has always been, I mean, that's how we got the Kenway, right? Like, it's amazing to see this new talent. So whenever new names pop up, I'm excited. Now, what's interesting is for the last couple of months, it seems as though you know, some of the new talent that have come in have kind of had their all all their, their eye on Ashton Starr trying to mm-hmm. prove themselves against him. Yeah. Movie Mike falls in that category. Though Movie Mike's kind of had a bit of an obsession, dare I right. say. Scary. Uh, that's probably a, a you know, a, a small was talking a lot in the locker room about Ashton. Wow. I moved my bag. It was kind of weird, man. Really? That's <laughs> concerning. Yeah. It's, I mean, oh, he had a whole oh. chair with his name on it, you know, yeah. like, I mean, that had to so, cost money, I would think, you know, I just, it, I still don't know what he wants. Does he want to be his friend or does he want to be his foe? I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. It's not clear. I don't know. And it, and it makes me wonder if movie Mike is focused enough on what the rumble Jack actually means, yes. you know, to want to qualify unless for him, it's another step to get closer to Ashton. Ashton's a former SHW champion. This could lead movie Mike potentially to the SHW title picture. I think all of that distraction for him could make things right for the Cabana man. And so uh, I'm intrigued to see what this match is going to bring to us. Kenway, are you uh, familiar with either of these guys? I'm very familiar with both of them. So uh, movie Mike, uh, I work a couple shows with him right now. And then Cabana Man Dan, I've wrestled on two different occasions, ah. once in Chattanooga and then once at uh, AIW up in Cleveland. Mm. Um, if Mike is smart, he's going to watch the flip-flop chops because those 
those will take you off your game real quick. You think so, you got a so, plan so, until so, you get one right across the chest. So, so when I told Diane, stop. Diana, when I said that he's fun and you're going to enjoy what he does, that's what part of what I was referring to was the uh, flip flop chops. You'll Wait, see. Does he use flip flops? Oh yeah, yes. you'll see. Oh. <laughs> you'll you'll see. Um, movie Mike's obsessed with Ashton though, and like, what do you want when you're obsessed with someone? You want to be noticed, right? Like you want to be noticed. What's gonna get the attention from Ashton the best? Oh, he won the Rumble Jack. He's on a two and zero winning streak. I'm gonna give it to Movie Mike on this one. Like right. I don't want to, because right. like I said, dude creeped me out in the show last show mm. but like See? genuinely See? crazy people will go to far lengths to get what they want he's gonna do that mm-hmm. you just never know anyways moving on to the next rumble jack qualifier uh this one kind of surprised us that it became a rumble jack qualifier uh owen knight who was just so it was so strange last month with mm-hmm. owen knight and uh we, we were going to hear from him and then he didn't say anything. And then he joined us on commentary and literally gave us a silent treatment. GB was trying to get some questions, get anything out of him. He just sat there and popped his gum and just looked at us funny and never said a word. And eventually he got in the ring, but not after attacking shoot Taylor after shoots match for mm-hmm. what we thought was just no apparent reason other than shoot just happened to be the one that was there. Um, yeah. So anyways, that kind of, is what sparked this match, so we thought. And then we find out it's become a Rumble Jack qualifier. So not only is there a little bit of heat right there between these guys because of what happened at the last show, but now there's a lot riding on this. It's a shot at the uh, entering the Rumble Jack. And we've said this, GB, you've definitely harped on this time and time again. Shoe Taylor, future of the businessman, got all the potential in the world. Oh, and Knight, we know what he can do. Former SHW champ, had a great title run here in Southern Honor. And um, this is going to be a great matchup. And I, I cannot wait. I'm just wondering what kind of mindset Owen's going to be in after uh, that, uh, whatever you want to call it, the, the promo he cut in the ring or the uh, just he just laid it all out there to the point where he was going on and on and the officials from the back had to come get him out of the ring because he just wouldn't stop going on and on. So I, I don't know what to make of it, but I just know if he's focused, I know Shoot's going to be focused. This has the potential to be a, an explosive match and a great match. Who's talking? Kenway? <laughs> Whoever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jump on in. Yeah, I'll start out. Old man yelled at Cloud for a hot minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. I'm going to give it a shoot. I'm going to be real. I think Owen's mm. too ang- ang- Owen was angry at the last mm-hmm. show. Like when he was just on the mic, he just sounded so bitter about everything and i don't know if it was losing the title and then losing the tag team title match but like end of the day shoot's got a chip on his shoulder now can kind of relate to him right now right like you get beat up and then you get somebody running their mouth right like if if shoot's feeling the way i'm feeling and shoot wants the revenge that i want shoot's gonna get it i'm gonna say shoot in this one shoot up next round of the rumble jack okay i i have nothing against shoot i think he's he's amazing i think this is going to be a phenomenal match um they're going to go back and forth i already know this it's not going to be an easy bout for either one of them i will say owen has been dealt some pretty stanky hands lately from his title reign yeah being just snubbed out 
as almost just like nothing in that whole triple threat, whatever match, how he lost it to dishonor, just disrespecting to nausea, just waltzing in and beating him in the best of seven and then kind of taking over his whole entrance and the way things went for, for Owen. I think to, your, pup, gave, your puppy, your puppy agrees with you. I think. Yeah. He's like, she's mm-hmm. like having it to him. He gave that tag match away. He did. Mm-hmm. He gave it away. He didn't oh, yeah. care. He just wanted, he wanted to stop nausea from taking his thunder, I guess, maybe. I think when he was on the mic last show, he was speaking his heart, speaking his truth. And, uh, Nobody really wanted to even listen here and hear him out. So I'm an Owen fan. You guys know it. I'm an Owen, even though he was mean to me and he was so ugly about my mic. I'm, I'm, I'm an Owen fan. And um, you're a bad boy I, fan is what, what, what I it is. am. <laughs> and it's not, I don't know what it is, but either way, I, shoot's going to put on a good show, but I am rooting for Owen to come out on top because I think he's due and he deserves uh, it. All right. Uh, I, I will say that what Owen did last month was gave us his manifesto. Yeah. There you go. And in so doing, it made me wonder a few things. For one, Owen Knight, I'm going to just throw a title out there. He may or may not receive it, but I'm going to give it to him. He is Mr. Rumblejack. He is the guy who for the last two to three Rumblejacks has gone literally wire to wire um he has been that guy he has he's just been that man so you could put him in at number one he's gonna be there at the end if he gets any other number expect to see him at the end the problem here is with this manifesto i'm not exactly sure he's interested in titles anymore right i think he's interested in respect Mm -hmm. carving his own path so with that said, I'm not even sure if this match means rumblejack to him. Right. I think it means revenge to him, which means he could be too bent on beating somebody up that he may throw the rules out the window altogether. And nothing against shoot. Not that he has any vendetta against shoot. Just the fact that he, I think he just wants to be seen for who I think he against really anybody, is. really. It doesn't matter yeah, who it is. It doesn't at this matter. Point. Yeah. And with that, you know, the last time somebody had a distraction against shoot, that being the guy who's running around calling himself wrestler of the year, he lost. Right. Um, so with that said, I should probably cover my face because I don't want him to come after me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with shoot Taylor. <laughs> Simply because the manifesto says to me he's not interested in titles right so he wouldn't he wouldn't care if the decision is a loss he will care if he's the last man standing Mm. Mm -hmm. i feel that i feel that i will say this before i move on to the next match we kind of vary from a preview show to preview show whether we do pickums or we just talk about the matches if you guys want to do pickums feel free i tend to just kind of like i don't know i just gonna discuss the match (laughs) But if you want to pick, go right ahead. No, Again, I'll say who I pick. I know you you have no problem saying it, Kenway. I know you have no problem picking who you, you want to pick. Come see me in the locker room. I just mm. that's that's my <laughs> thing. I don't want anybody coming to see me. So I'm just kind of, you know, this is gonna be a great match. This is gonna be a great match. I can't wait to see it. Mm. Uh, yeah, they're gonna be great. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So moving on down to card here. Uh, last month we saw the uh, revamping of the women's division here in SHW mm-hmm. uh, with some new uh, ladies coming in and having a great matchup at the last show. Well, we got another newcomer, Jada Stone, making her way to SHW. And GB, I know you're familiar with her from some other promotions, mm-hmm. and um, she's been making some waves. I'm excited to see her in the building. But uh, what will be interesting here is Danny Jordan will be making her in-ring return. She has mm-hmm. been back to SHW a few times since her last uh, in-ring match. But now, I can't even remember how long ago it's been. It might have been the strap match. It's still here three three so two mm-hmm. years uh, a year and a half yeah ago, almost, whatever that is yeah almost yeah. two years ago we're coming up on wow. still year five so yeah almost two years ago mm-hmm. and wow. she was dealing with injuries and she's been gone a long time but again she's popped in a few times here and there but she has yet to have a match so right. she'll be back obviously she's gonna want to win her first match back jada stone's gonna want to win in her debut at shw and uh i know both of these ladies are top tier talent and mm-hmm. I think it could be any anybody's match. And like I said, I'm not picking. So <laughs> it's going to be good, though. <laughs> no, I'll you don't want to pick this one because Danny will clock you. Well, it's happened before and I don't want it to happen again. <laughs> but yes. I don't know much about Jada. Tell me about Jada. I was going to say, just check with GB. He'll fill us in. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear. Jada, is, Jada? Jada Stone is referred to as the spark. Um, Jada is 19, 20 years old. Wow. Jada is incredible. She's just gone through a bit of a war with Shalance Royale over the OVW Women's Championship. Okay. Um, Jada is amazing in the ring. When we start talking about the future of our business, Jada Stone is the one. I'm just going to tell you, she is the one. And if you have not seen her yet, A, you might want to prepare but then again, maybe you don't, because I think I want you to experience what she can do live and in living color. She is very, very special. And so I hope that um, for Danny's sake, she's not taking her lightly, you know, um, because if Danny's not careful, Danny could lose this match because yeah. Jada is that talented. Jada has been in some really big spots over uh, her short time in this business. She is, you know, she just, she gets it. She absolutely gets it. She is a star. She is special. And I am glad that she is finally gracing us here at SHW. Where is she originating from? She's originally from Columbia, South Carolina. Um, And so she's been spending a lot of time in the Carolinas and the Carolinas Mm -hmm. have produced some incredible wrestlers. Uh, so yeah, it's, trust me, you're going to love Jada Stone. I'm excited. I'm excited for this one because one it's the women's match. Mm-hmm. We need another, well, we need more than one, but either way, I'm excited for Danny to come back. I've seen her wrestle a few times since she has come back to the ring after injury and she, she has no issues. She's mm-hmm. just as good, if not better than she was before. Um, I am excited about this Jada Stone though. I, I'm, she's young. I mean, she's got a good she's look about her. I'm, yeah, I'm excited. She's the one. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. For show. Henway, any knowledge on these two? Uh, so I'm kind of familiar with Jada Stone from okay. DPW. Uh, mm-hmm. They had some really good showings there. Uh, GB, the only place that I'm gonna differ from you is when you say future of the business, I say future of the sport. Uh, 
because the sport Agreed. of professional wrestling is what I'm in. Now I'm also a businessman Agreed. with it, so you got to be a businessman, but sport first. Um, Danny Jordan, the mainstay of Southern Honors Women Division, right? Right. This could go out of the way. I shut up. I'm gonna say I'm gonna <laughs> say Jada. Mm. Sorry. I'm gonna mm. say Jada, and you know if Jada. Jada wears a Spider-Man outfit. Danny's done for. So. Okay. Well played. Bless Well played. All right. Well, on that note, yeah. let's uh, move on to the next match. <laughs> we'll on keep the card. our eye out for all Spider-Men in the building. Because here's well the thing, played. Kenway, and I know you don't realize this. I'll be the one that gets punched in the face just because <laughs> it was on this podcast, even if I didn't say it. So I'm just going to move a, move it right along here. Uh, <laughs> I'll get a main DM. Don't worry. <laughs> um, well, here's a match that we don't really know much about yet. All I know is that Cruel will be returning and he will be in action. And if it's anything like the surprise matchup we got at the last show where Judas faced two guys who's, I'm sorry, guys, if they're watching this, don't even know what your names were. Don't even remember mm. your names. Uh, but it lasted, what, three seconds, five seconds? It was quick. Jesus. So if it's anything like that, this could be very quick. I don't know. All I know is the graphic says Cruel will be in action. Don't know his opponent. I don't envy his opponent. <laughs> and um, so Someone's getting murked. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Just the fact that Cruel is back. He surprised us all at the last show as uh, Sunny Days' surprise tag team partner when we, when we found out that uh, Sal was injured and wasn't going to be able to compete. And so I think everybody was shocked that he was there in the first place. And um, you could kind of hey, say, Sonny. well, I was going to say, you could kind of say he even kind of cost Sonny the tag team titles because Sonny ended up going through like what, three or four tables mm -hmm. and three of them were from cruel. And one of them was from by Joe, his own, yeah, by his so, own teammate. you know, um, you're right, Diana, maybe it will be sunny days. Who knows? Um, I know I would think that Sonny would have a, you know, bone to pick with, uh, with cruel. So I don't know, but, uh, pick your battles. Uh, yeah, right. I, yeah. Pick your battles. That never, never uh, claimed to be in his right mind either way. So, you're right. You're right. GB, your thoughts on Cruel being back in SHW? Here's the thing, too, to think about, and you might even be uh, about to mention this. He lost the title. He never lost the title. Just like when Joe Black got injured and had to relinquish the title. That's what happened with Cruel. He relinquished the title due to injury back when was it December? Yes. And mm -hmm. so, is that in the back of his mind? Is that why he's back? ultimately to get regain the title who knows yeah there's a lot more questions than we have answers uh and even him turning on sunny days so where is crew coming from you know and will crew have anybody with him you know um there's a lot of questions a lot of questions that we will likely get answers to but I don't know if this means, well, then there's that, right? Like, I don't know if Cruel is talking to us or not. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to have a conversation with I'm gonna, Cruel. I'm not That's something I've anything. asked about, you know? So I'll just sit back and not make eye contact. Smart Ooh, man. That is scary. That's one thing we've that learned sitting at ringside, isn't it, GP? Just don't make oh, eye yes. contact with these guys. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> some of them, and Kenway, I know you hadn't been around that long. You've only been around a few months, but like, there's some guys that just love to stare us down and come over to the table and like, get in our mm -hmm. face. I'm like, whoa, hey, 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 what is going on hey. here? Mm -mm -mm. So, Never anyways, 
Well, who knows? I, I don't envy whoever his opponent's going to be, but uh, Cruel will be in action. So that's on the uh, that's on the on the card. Let's see what else we got here. We got some big tag team matches coming up, whether it's six man tag or. or uh, oh, do the six team. man do the six man ooh, ooh, ooh. do the six I, man. i'm gonna save that we'll get to that in a second <sighs> i want to talk about this hierarchy match so the yes. new shw because we're coming off of talking about cruel the hierarchy okay. are the new tag team champions after what went down at the last show uh defeating technically defeating sunny and cruel uh even mm. though cruel kind of had a lot to do with that um not only did cruel help out with that but also the distraction from all-star special now, All-Star Special will be in action. I'll get to that here in just a few minutes, but let's talk about this hierarchy match. It's not a tag team championship match. However, if their opponents are able to win, then these opponents will get a tag team title match in the future, and they are the, I guess I'm saying it right, the Akuto Death Society, mm-hmm. and there's a couple of familiar faces here. The main one being the inaugural Southern Honor oh. champion, Kevin Ryan. He won the yes. SHW title at the very yeah. first show. Kevin Ryan teaming with Chris Crunk. Chris Crunk, for longtime SHW fans, appeared in singles action on one show way back in March of 2019. I think it was SHW Eye of the Storm, I think was the name of that show. And he had a singles match against Corey Hollis. But that's the only time we've seen him in SHW. The last time we saw Kevin Ryan was when he injured his leg and i believe it was february mm. of 2022 yeah, it might have been shw 36 or something like that um so it's been a little while since we've seen him now he has been back wrestling but just not back at shw yet until now right so you know he's no stranger to tag teams in shw you had not yet rated with kevin ryan and, and jordan kingsley they actually mm-hmm. fought for the very first the inaugural shw tag titles against matt and joey mm-hmm. lynch back in the day so mm-hmm. You got a tag team veteran here is what I'm saying. And he's a former SHW champion. So you can't put anything past him here. Chris Crunk's coming back in. You know, he's got a, a point to prove, but the hierarchy are coming off a huge win. winning these tag team titles, these are two dudes. And I'm speaking to a member of the hierarchy right here, and he can vouch for it. Two dudes. You don't want to mess with. And uh, they just I won love- these titles. I loved you saying Kevin Ryan is a tag team veteran and a former champion. Joe black is a former champion. Murder One and Joe Black both vet Kevin Ryan by probably a decade and a half for well, Joe, yeah. and then, you know Murder One. You you didn't good. let me you didn't let me get to all my accolades for the hierarchy. <laughs> you cut me off. Anyway, just just the the slander of calling Kevin Ryan a vet. Okay, well he's a nice nice guy, but he gonna get killed. All right, all right. Well, there you go. Anybody else got their opinion on them? Look, I'm not saying that the hierarchy are going to have trouble with this. I'm just saying, no. I'm trying to give, try, I'm trying to give them their 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 due. Uh, for the Akuto, is am I saying it right? Is it the Akuto Death yeah, Society? Death Society. Okay, all right. The weird I do expect some half lion. Wait, what? What was that, Kenway? The weird emo kids who are way too into the weird animes. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, all right. Oh, wow. Dragon Ball, and they're watching Death Note. You, you lost me. I'm way too old for any of this stuff. I don't know what you're talking uh, yeah, about. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Diana, what did you say? I missed what you said, too. I'm expecting some high flying. I mean, Kevin's Kevin Ron's coming back. He's always in the air. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know much about Chris Crunk and his ability to fly, but um, 
I'm expecting some cool stuff from Kevin, but I don't expect him to have a second match <laughs> after this. Okay. Yeah, I'm interested in the tag team continuity of uh, of this new team with Kevin Ryan. We're so accustomed to seeing him, obviously, with as part of uh, Not Yet Rated. And, of course, right. obviously, that team broke up a while ago, but we've not seen him roll with a, a different tag team partner since. It'll be great to see him back. I'll tell you the thing I like the most about all of this. I like this idea that we kind of have, call it a qualifying match, an eliminator match. A tag team is now having to prove themselves to the tag team champions and earn mm -hmm. a tag team title match. I like that. Yeah. Um, I do. I mean, like, I like the whole idea of fighting champions, but I do think that if you're going to come in to fight for a championship, you should at least have a win under your belt and winning mm -hmm. against the tag team champions gives you obviously a right to fight for the tag team title. So I think this is a real proving ground for uh, this particular tag team. I'm interested because, you know, we've often seen the hierarchy as of late fighting with big chips on their shoulder, mad mm -hmm. about a lot of things. Now that they've seemingly settled, and I'm saying seemingly, settled this war with happy madness, do they need a chip on their shoulder to win a match? Probably not, but it's gonna be interesting to see them operate without a chip on their shoulder. Uh, we'll find that out next Friday. It's going to be good. And uh, mm -hmm. we still got three big old matches to talk about here. So since you asked, Diana, and since Thank I you. mentioned All-Star Special, let's get to this six-man tag team match. Uh, at the last show, Cyrus, prior to the show, had had a discussion with Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake told him if he could be any one member of Exotic Youth, then he got to pick two partners for a six-man tag team matchup at SHW 52. Uh, we thought he was going to maybe face Mosley or Bryce Cannon. They were arguing, arguing outside the ring. Who's it going to be? Well, we saw uh, Pepperbottom sneak in, try to come off the top rope. That didn't work out. Just basically got swatted out of the air and just, just driven into the mat. And that was another quick match. I talked about that Judas match with those two guys earlier. We'll talk about Cyrus and Pepperbottom. I think, GB, you even said that might have been one of the quickest matches in SHW history. Um, and, man, it was a well, it was a beautiful sight. Uh, but Cyrus won. And Kenway, look, let me just explain. I'm typically – I try to remain unbiased for the most part. But when we talk about exotic youth, or we, we talk about Nick, Nick uh, Halen, for instance, there's just Nick. some people that just really rub me the wrong way. And – if I see him get beat down, I'm not, I'm not sad about it. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> you understand, you understand where I'm coming from. I 100% understand and shout out Cyrus for uh, chasing off uh, Cornelius and Zach during yeah. my match. Cause I was getting tired of them interfering. There you go. Um, much appreciated. Uh, oh, allowed yeah. me to actually have a one-on-one -on -one match with uh, Bryce, which we saw the outcome of that. Um, then you had all-star special in who yeah. are, you know, great tag team there. You put them with a monster like Cyrus, like it's an easy pick here, guys. I mean, all-star special and Cyrus all day long over exotic youth. Like that's, yo, that's, that's, that's player expert opinion right there. You're I smart. Guy, I can't man. wait. I can't wait. Oh, so I'm so smart. excited. So smart. I think Pepperbottom's body imprint is still in the mat. <laughs> from, that, from that slam that was nasty i mean 
nasty. I watched it again today from uh, Impact's Real. <laughs> nice. It was just on loop, you know. Just I was gonna say I watched it over and over and over and over. It was nice. Yes, oh. it was. It just mm, he bounce. He just kind of <laughs> got buried inside the mat. That was pretty fun. Um, y'all know my pick. I don't even have to elaborate on this one. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm just ready for the entrance. I'm I'm ready for All Star to come back and do their thing and then handle business. But that's where I'm at. I can't wait to see them again. I was so excited. GB, can you can you do what you did when they came out? <laughs> don't blow out my speakers again. <laughs> Hang on now. Can you do can't it? Wait, can't wait. I don't know if you've heard this yet. If you if you if you go on Instagram. <laughs> Look at Impact's clips on the Southern Honor Instagram. Show me how excited you're going to be. VB, you're talking about losing your mind. I mean, just like the whole crowd was. It was pretty wild. Yeah, but his was like magnified. I do have a great suggestion, though. And I think I've made this suggestion before in terms of I rarely do suggest entrance music for them. But I think I found an appropriate song oh. uh, for the return of the All Star Special. Uh, just cue mm -hmm. up some Eminem. Guess who's back? Okay. Uh, and I think that would fit the bill very, okay. very well because we are glad to have them back. This feels mm, going to date myself on this, but this is more sports history than anything else. Eighty-eight, ninety-two, the U.S. Dream Team basketball okay. like okay. who's gonna stop cyrus right. and the all-star yeah. special like i said cyrus could have grabbed two broomsticks and still had the advantage <laughs> in this match but you go and grab the former tag team champions one of the hottest teams in the state this is a dream team there's yeah. no way they lose like i i don't see i mean unless somebody gets food poisoning that day uh, I, I, other than hey, whoa, whoa, don't don't put that don't, don't put that into the universe. I'm just saying, like <laughs> there is, I don't see a way. They don't see any way that this team loses. I I think the question is, how long will Cyrus and All Star Special play with their food? And I think that's point, exactly what they're going to do. They're going to yeah, play with I, their food. I think at some point when they finally ask for gravy on their hash browns, they're going to be ready to go. Thank you. <laughs> They're going to entertain us with this. And this is oh, what I'm yes. here for. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm here for. Shout out Paul Santa, by the way, who turned us on to the gravy on the hash browns. It's not white chicken chili. It's gravy. It's not chili. It's gravy. You had to be there as a Waffle House. Anyway. Joke, but anyways. <laughs> I was like, what? Sorry. No. Do y'all have grits and gravy in Missouri? Grits and gravy? Yeah. Yes. No, we are. Listen, I know everyone thinks like Missouri is the Midwest. No, we are very south. Ah. Sweet. So you understand. Yes. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, but hey, bottom line, that six-man tag team match. I don't get me wrong. I'm very much looking forward to the Legacy Championship match, and we'll talk about that here in a second. Yes. But yes, I am so looking forward to the six-man tag team match. Oh, I can't wait! It's going to be awesome. And uh, yeah, they're going to get what's coming to them finally. Finally, so good to see Cyrus back. Cyrus surprised us all at the last show with his return. All Star Special surprises with their return, and now they're both uh back or all three of them will be back officially in this matchup and it's going to be awesome but moving on down the card we got two more big matches left and speaking of tag team matches here's another big one we officially saw the formation of the end game you know we saw little hints of it over the last couple of months and now we, it finally came together 
we got the SHW champion Judas, Nick Halen, with uh, Todd Sexton by their side. Uh, formidable team, to say the least. But they've got their sights set now on two former SHW champions, that being Gunnar Miller and Corey Hollis, who have appeared to uh, settle their differences and seem to come together at the last show. And now we're going to see a tag team match. Corey and Gunnar taking on Judas and Nick Halen. This could be pretty explosive. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to think of this one, but I know they got Todd Sexton in the corner and he's bound to do anything to help them win. So who knows what's going to happen, especially if that spike comes into play. There's so much in this match that gives me trust issues. I don't know what to think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I don't know whether to say, okay, Corey's going to hang with, with Gunner and really give it a good team fight, or is he going to turn on Gunner? I don't know. Nick, I don't think he's going to turn on Todd, but he's turned on so many. And then Todd, oh my God. I mean, we knew it. We knew it was going to happen, but just to watch it happen. I don't know what to think. I just, this is going to be a brawl. It's going to be a brawl. And I'm just going to pray for Corey right now that he does not have another boot to the face as oh. he did before. He took so many. So, so many. so many, so many, so many. I, I, I don't want to see that again. I don't. You know, you, you mentioned the, the friendliness of uh, Corey Hollis and Gunnar Miller. I think this is the enemy of my enemy is my friend. That part. I think that's yeah. probably a more accurate depiction of those two. Um, <laughs> and with those two now having some common enemies in the end game, I think it's going to make for a very interesting confrontation. I'm very nervous about the end game, though. They've been together for a very long time. It, it, you know what this is like? It's like those couples that have been secretly dating, and Ew. you like wake up one day and they're married. And yeah. you're like, wait, I don't remember when you guys were even dating. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying what I'm saying is these three have been in cahoots for a long time. Everywhere. We're just finding out about it. So the depth of their connection, the length of it, what they're willing to do, the familiarity of it, you know, it makes me wonder how long this has been in the works. And yeah. if even, I mean, you know, we heard Todd explain even his whole idea about bringing Corey back. Todd orchestrated all of this. Yeah. That makes Todd and the end game extremely dangerous. So I hope that Gunner and, and um, his tag team partner are going to pull out something that uh, th they might have to go really to those lethal poison days because being nice and being all Americans won't help them here. But Gunner wasn't in lethal poison, was he? No, he wasn't. He was just a long time there was old. A there was a faction before Lethal Poison. Well, there was a recruiting effort for Gunner at Lethal Poison at one point. But you're right. There was faction that predated SHW prior mm -hmm. to that. So, yeah, it was a weird. It's like Gunner and Corey. It's like we're friends. Then they were enemies. Then they were frenemies. Then they were friends. Mm -hmm. And then they were enemies. Mm -hmm. And then who knows? So the way it left off at the last show, they did embrace. There was a hug there. There was a too sweet. So I don't know. Uh, that was just because somebody saved somebody else from getting killed well, again it could be yeah to gb's point you know enemy of my enemy is my friend so who knows who knows but uh yeah 
this one could be a barn burner. Uh, thoughts on this one, Kenway? Any uh, picks or any ideas here? <laughs> you got a snake in the grass like Todd Sexton, who oh. had all y'all believe in everything he said. Except for GB. But the rest of us. Yeah. GB called it. Which, <laughs> hey, GB kept his eyes open. Yeah. Guys he kept like trying to warn us. He warned us for months. Guys like Todd always have a plan. They, Todd is a very smart man. I don't know yeah. if people realize this. This man has been in this business for as long as he has because he is smart. He is yeah. a very smart man. I will never discredit him for that. However, we've seen his actions of late. Y'all seen his actions. I'm going to go end game here. Not because I want the end game to win, but because snakes always have the ability to strike. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's going to be unpredictable. It's going to be good, though. I can't wait. And, of course, we've got uh, one big final match to discuss. We talked a lot about it a lot earlier, but before we wrap things up here, let's get some final thoughts on this Jake the Snake Legacy Championship match. We've reached the finals, and it's going to be Chip Day versus our guest here tonight, the Kenway. And, y'all start. Uh, <laughs> Y'all, y'all, I want to hear what y'all got to say. I am not picking a winner on this one, not doing it. (laughs) Obviously, I'm I'm not not going to pick. Not doing it. The only match on the whole card that I will pick was that six-man match, and that's obviously Cyrus. That's it. I'm not picking a winner. I just want to see this. (laughs) I said it after the the 15-minute time draw, whatever, that we needed to see that again, and that's what we're getting. But now it's going to have a lot more hot coals thrown into this fire, and it's going to be crazy. So, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I, I think the thing, there's so much that interests me about this particular match. Um, but one of the things will be time limit or maybe yes. lack thereof. You know, like there there's has gotta to be, be a There's got to be lack thereof be because, yeah, this is for there has the to be a winner. Title, inaugural you know, title here. So, yeah. I don't, ain't gonna need it. Don't need oh. it. Oh. Oh. It's interesting because we heard Chip say the same thing. So, you guys are obviously going to come out with both guns blazing. Uh, I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen. I can't call it. I really can't call it. Uh, I do know this, that whoever, this is probably a safe thing to say. I'm not sure if there will be a winner as much as there will be a survivor. Right. Because something tells me that these two are going to leave it all out there and will have a new and first ever Jake the Snake Legacy Champion. Kenway, the, the floor is yours, Kenway. I'm going to leave it to you for your final thoughts here heading well, into next Friday's. I want your thoughts on this match first. I'll give you your thoughts on this <laughs> match first, and then I'm a... He's he handing it back over it. to you. He's like, yeah. He needs a little, he's got a little time to build up to it. Okay, well, I can't really say more than Diana or Gerard just said. It's going to be an amazing match. That uh, 15-minute time limit draw was an incredible match. And like Diana said, as soon as it ended, we were like, ah, we got to run that one back. I can't wait to see it again. And I think there might have even been talk on this podcast of, hey, wouldn't it be crazy if both of these guys end up in this tournament and end up in the finals of this tournament? And lo and behold, (laughs) here we are. And now I can't wait till next Friday. It's going to be off the chain, and I can't wait. Now the floor is yours. (laughs) (laughs) I came into SHW very honestly. I came in one to win, talked a little bit of trash, and I came in with a purpose to secure myself a permanent job here 
to win and then to establish a legacy. And it could have all ended there. It could have all ended in the sport of professional wrestling and could have stayed there. Chip Day is now gone outside the sport and he has just gone on every chance he has had to run me down, to try and slander me personally. And at one point, I was ready to just pull up on him and handle it, right? Handle my business the way I need to handle my business. End of the day, this is a sport. But do not think for a second that when I step in that ring with him, that I am not bringing every bit of personal emotion I have towards Doyle to the ring. Understand that right now. When I say I'm going to knock his teeth out, I'm going to show you all what he used to look like, the yuck tooth bastard he is. I'm going to run him down in that ring. Like he's ran me down every day that he's gotten a chance on a live camera. Well, I've sat back and I've stayed composed and happy. Y'all want to, y'all want to see a friendship go down in flames. It will go down in flames at the legacy championship match. This isn't about my, my getting Chip Day's respect. It isn't about me getting his, his friendship back. I don't give a shit about any of that. I'm going to beat his motherfucking ass is what I'm going to do. That's all I got to say. There's only one thing left to do after that. And it's a quote from my favorite movie, Major League. Only one thing left to do, win the whole fucking thing. Well, there you have it. The Kenway, ready for next Friday. We're ready for next Friday. SHW 52 coming your way from the Action Building, Canton, Georgia, 261 Marietta Road. Come on out and join us. Tickets go on sale at the door the night of the show, starting at 5 p.m. Doors open at 7 p.m. Bell time at 8 p.m. We will be doing this show as the live pre-show from 7 to 7.30 on Facebook, so be sure you tune in. Again, like last time, you never know who might show up. Uh, I might have and, to pull up on this one. Kenway, Kenway could show up. You never know who might show up. Anything's bound to happen. But what we do know is after that card we just ran through, that we just previewed, if you're not pumped, then I don't know what's wrong with you. You need to check your pulse because it's going to be an amazing card. We can't wait to see you there. But uh, until we do see you there, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling. Thank you, Kenway. We'll see you next Friday. See you guys Friday.